Emmanuel has done it again, oh. Emmanuel has done it again, oh. I have come to testify. He has done it again, oh. Emmanuel has done it again, oh. Emmanuel has done it again, oh. Emmanuel has done it again, oh. We have come to testify. He has only taken all. Emmanuel has only taken all. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakunenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are blessed. Welcome. It's Wednesday and it's Thanksgiving service. May God bless you all. Father, Lord, we thank you for this day of today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for another opportunity to come into your presence. Father, Lord, take over me, take over this service. You should be heard. Less of me, more of you, Lord. Preach through me. Bless your children and when you are done, take all the glory. I cover myself and everyone out there listening to me and all the equipment I'm using with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name of prayed. Amen. Amen. How can I ever repay you? Jesus is taking the witness. Mm -hmm. Ah. You've given me victory. Yeah. Follow, follow, follow. Everything I do, favor, follow. I'm Kings are coming to my right. Say. I'm moving higher by the grace of God, oh, oil on my head, oil on my head, increasing my hands, increasing my hands, speed on my feet, speed on my feet, everywhere I go, everywhere I go. Mm. It's late, it's almost 10.30 p.m., right? Speed on my feet. Everywhere I go, my the rivers of water, my lips are evergreen. I'm moving forward, upward and forward, forward This is one of my favorite songs now. Oil on my head. Go and check it out on YouTube by Eben and um, Futuring Mercy Chiwa. Oil on my head. Never go dry, oh, 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 oil on my head, oil on my head, increasing my head, increasing my head, speed on my feet, speed on my feet, everywhere I go, everywhere I go, oil on my head. Hey, God bless you all. How are you all doing? We thank God for life. So I have a message. It's titled Living Water. Living water, living water, living water. Ah, uh, living water comes from the Savior. Ah, uh, living water comes from the Savior. Those who drink it have eternal life. Those who drink it have eternal life. Living water, living water, living water. Ah, living water comes from the Savior. 
Ah, living water comes from the Savior. Those who drink it have eternal life. Those who drink it have eternal life. I didn't know you will bless me this way. I didn't know you will bless me this way. Oh, I didn't know you will bless me this way. Bless me this way. Thank you, my Lord. I didn't know you would deliver me, deliver me this way. I didn't know you would deliver me this way. Oh, oh I didn't know you would deliver me this way. Deliver me this way. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. It's Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Thank God for being alive. What has he done for you? Thank him. I'm thanking him for saving my life. I should have been dead and gone. Because if not of his mercy, ah, they would have been counting that three years. Oh, that fourth of August that I had that dream. When I was in the waiting room waiting to be judged. He revealed to me two weeks ago. He said, it was my cry of mercy that saved me. And it's because God helped me. I can't really say it was me. He laid it in my heart to see it. Because when the Holy Spirit starts working with you, he will convict you of your sins. He will convict you of anything that you are doing that is not of him. So it's still his grace that found me, that helped me. I didn't know you would deliver me this way. I didn't know you would deliver me this way. I didn't know you would deliver me this way. Deliver me this way. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I was crying in that room. Say, Father, forgive me. I've forgiven all those who've hurt, who've hurt me. There is no repentance in the grief. And he sent Angel Elizabeth, Angel of Modesty, to give me back life. And she laid on my head a shawl, a muffler, and I came back to life. That was grace. That was grace right there that located me. Yes, I used to regret when my friends would call me, would talk, would gossip. When I would hang up the phone, I would cry. Like I want to stop this. I know this is wrong. Oh, we'll talk. Ah, look at this one. If not, because whatever that led to whatever led to whatever, we find ourselves here in Europe. If we're to be back home, would they even be where I am? These ones would have been the ones doing this. Look at me. Look at them. Who are they? Because now we're in Europe. Everybody can work their money. Yes, those are the type of things we used to talk. I say, if we were back home, if it's not for situation, circumstance that brought me abroad, and I've stayed home, finished, do everything I had to do, and even practice as a lawyer or write some public concours. Of course, I would not have practiced, but where I would have been today in the government, would they, would have, would they have even gotten close? Yeah, because you think, oh, because you know them, they didn't, they didn't even finish secondary school. They, didn't, they don't have any qualification. But now because we are abroad, especially in Germany, where you can go and do a trade and you work and you earn money, learn the language, do a trade and you make money, they are also making. So we are thinking that like because of this, they think we are the same class. No. 
But who are you to even look at somebody thinking that they are not even up to you? Those are the type of things we used to talk, me and my friend. So look at this girl, oh. She will even see me, I'm not even great. She will be making faces. Look at this one. It, it, because we are here abroad now. Oh, look at people. This, yes. But when I finish like that, I will hang up and I will cry. Say, Father, this is wrong. This is wrong. Who am I to be sizing up people to say, they, who are they? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I to be sizing up people? But God's mercy found me. His mercy found me. I pray for you today that may you not miss it. May the mercy of God locate you today wherever you are in the mighty name of Jesus. I release angels, Father Lord, may you release angels. I release angels in the mighty name of Jesus to begin to touch you that whatever thing you are doing that is not right, whatever sin you are committing that is not right, let Holy Spirit also begin to walk in you to make you see and so that you will cry for mercy so you will not die in that sin and go to hell because that's the plan of the enemy for you. But the plan of your father is for you to repent and make peace with him in the mighty name of Jesus. Come back home like the prodigal son did. That is the will of the father. His will is not for any of us to perish. It's for us to make heaven. Yes, his will is for us to make heaven. So I pray that his mercy will find you and speak for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And that has brought us to today's message living water, which is salvation. Grace found the Samaritan woman. Yes, it is grace that found her. The fact that Jesus asked her for water, normal, under normal circumstances, Jesus will not ask this lady for water. Turn to your, book, your Bible, open to the book of John, John 4 verses 5 to 30. Under normal circumstances, Jesus will not ask this woman for water because the Jews and the Samaritans were not moving along. She even said, why are you asking me? You know, your people and our people, they don't see eyeball to eyeball. Besides, you want to drink. Where is the cup that you, you want to fetch this water? But Jesus proved a whole lot to this woman. First, grace found this woman. Let me read before we can, I can explain further. John 4, verses 5 to 13. Eventually he came, that is Jesus, eventually he came to the Samaritan village of Sishat, near the field that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciple had gone into the village to buy some food. Amen. Amen. It's Jesus. Did you hear that? It's Jesus who said to her, please give me some water. Or please give me a drink rather. Other verse will say that. Um, translation, I think. But this one is, Jesus said, please give me a drink. Let me read all before I explain. 
he was alone at that time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If only you knew the gift God has for you, and who you are speaking to, you will ask me and I will give you living water. Amen. If only you knew the gift God has for you. If only you, child of God, that is listening to me today. You know the gift that God has for you. You know the promise that is upon your life before you were formed in your mother's womb. You will tend to God today. You will ask for the forgiveness of your sins and you make peace with your father. You will receive Christ today. And you will make peace to your father. If only you knew what plans God has for you. This is not only to this Samaritan woman. You is listening to me. If only you knew the gift God has for you. You will repent today. Accept Christ Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said. And this well is very deep. Where will you get this living water? And besides, do you think you are greater than our ancestor, Jacob, who gave us this world? How can you offer better water than he? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? How can you offer better water than he? than he and his sons and his animals they enjoyed. Which water can you give? That would be so clean and tasty, hygiene. Have you not seen the hygienic condition? And this well has been here for decades. It never runs dry. Clean water. Jacob and his sons, they enjoyed this. Even their cattle were fed. Sorry, they gave them this water. They drank from this well. Which living water are you talking about? Jesus replied, Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. Ah! See, I've been reading this Bible. When I got to this part yesterday, I was just like, Whoa! Wait a minute. Anyone who drinks this water, which water is he talking? Anyone who is doing things of the flesh, thinking that they will get satisfied. My dear... It's just a temporary thing. You will still search for. Have you not seen people have been going to the nightclub? They've been going to nightclub. They will go year in year. Some certain you see since they were 15 years, they have been going to the club. They have been partying up to date. They have not stopped. Why? And they don't even enjoy it. They are still searching for peace. Oh. It's not giving them peace. Oh, tell me I've been to that one. I've been to this one. I've been to this one. Let me relax, I beg. Oh, let me just sit at home. There's nothing there. So maybe we say, just go there now. There is nothing happening there. And nothing will happen there, of course. What do you want to happen at the nightclub? Nothing. It's the same old thing. The DJs just play and those like, oh, 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 nothing. They go there, soak themselves to stupor, come back home. They have issues. As they finish, they drink less out from their eye. The problem is standing in front of them. But when you are with Christ, you accept him. You take your problems to him. 
Ah, you come back relief, filled with the Holy Spirit, with assurance, with hope. You will get deliverance, you will get restored, and He will bless you, and you have protection. I've told you for this so many times. You mean to go out there? Uh, a, f- a friend, I'll call her a friend, somebody I know, we're talking this evening. I was trying to introduce to them the vitamins Apostle introduced to us from one company. And the vitamins are really good. So I called her last, last month when I started taking them. I think just a few days after I took them. So I was introducing them to her. She said, no, this month and they will buy. So I called her today to check on her. We're talking. And she said a, friend, a senior friend of her, her big from secondary school visited her and she made her a surprise birthday. Oh, if she knew she would have invited me. And then she went further to make the same. I said, I don't even know if you would have even come. Ah. I said, yes, why not? I would have. But I just smile again at the same time because I'm like, mm, if I'm not late, I will not go. Those things, they don't move me. Did you get it? I would rather sit at home, play my gospel songs, enjoy myself peacefully in this house. I will leave my living room, go to my kitchen, Go to the toilet, go to my restroom, probably go to my basement, do laundry, come back, go shopping with my kids. I enjoy this life I'm having now. Before I even came online, I was talking to two of my kids. I was telling them my life, some things how it was while I was in the well. That it was just jealousy. Friends around me. Some even had everything. That the world, things that the world would seem to like, yeah, they have everything, they have money, they have cars, they are this, they are that. But they were jealous of me. I don't have a car. I don't drive even up to now. I've started, I've made driver's license, how many times I did not succeed for whatever reason. But I know what the enemy was fighting. So I just said, I beg, let it be for now. Yes. So I didn't have all of those things. But yet they were still jealous. What the grace of God upon my life. Yes. So it's been God. And we have to love God. I said, look at me. I said, I go to bed. I sleep. I have peace now. The only thing I worry, if, if I don't have my seven hours sleep, I'll be like, oh my God, tomorrow in the morning, I'll be feeling so tired and weak at work. I don't want this. I want to really sleep and sleep well and get up feeling strong and energized. So I make sure I have at least my seven hours sleep. Even as I'm talking with you guys and I'm looking at the, this, this thing, I'm looking at the time like, God, help me. Father, I'll have to make me this six. I'm going to sleep. Let it be like five, seven hours. Yes. Yes. Those things, they don't give me happiness again. Maybe you even go to the party. Back then you will go there. You are not talking with this one. You'll be making faces. Hey, Father, thank you for saving my life. Like I am free like a bird. Free. Free. You think if you wear this clothes, you feel satisfied? No. Another dress will come you want to wear. You buy this shoe, another one will come. Fashion, keep coming. This, they, don't, they don't satisfy you. I used to feel like I have it, okay. I'm married, I have kids. I live abroad. I have my, 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 my I'm a German citizen. I'm working. But something was lacking. Something was lacking. And that was Jesus. And now I feel complete with him. 
I was just teaching my kids how to pray. I said, you, it's not all the time that you need this particular place to go and kneel down and pray for one hour. Yeah, you doing that is also good. Spending long hours in God. I said, but at times I'm meaning, even at work, I just say, Father, thank you. I give you all the glory. Thank you for giving me this job. Thank you for this day of today. After all, Father, thank you. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for protecting me at work. Thank you for protecting the children. Thank you for the life of my colleagues. I cover myself, cover everyone with the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. Let my part and that of the enemy no cross in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Holy Ghost fire, every weapon, every arrow that the enemy has sent, I send it back to sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I have just prayed. At the time I'm in the supermarket, I'm led to speak, I might even just be glorifying God. So make your life all about God. And you feel satisfied. Because Jesus said it here clearly. Say, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. Anyone who says, ah, this is the well. I want to live inside here. You know, my life, I have to make it all about the things of the world. You will soon be thirsty again. As you do this one, okay, party next week. Oh, next month there's a party. You are happy. Hey, that party is going to be the talk of the town. This is what I'm going to wear. This and what... All this preparation, then you go there for three, four hours, then it's done. That's it. Who even knows? Nobody. What talk of the town? It's just you and your circle of friends who know that there's a party. People are moving there in the city. They are minding their business. They don't even know everybody even knows. Many people come across it after the party. You put it on Facebook or they will see the flyer somehow, but it doesn't even mean anything to anybody. But you are there killing yourself. After that, you're like, oh, when will the next party come again? You are not satisfied. But when you have Christ, you're like, oh. Man, I just want to spend time with God. You're even listening to gospel music. He's there whispering to your ears, giving you messages. You're sleeping. You are having encounters with him. He's giving you direction. He's revealing things to you. This is the life we should be praying to have. All of you, I pray that you will find Christ and hold on him. Stay with him. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Amen, amen. When you encounter Christ, your life can never be the same again. Oh, yes. Once you encounter Christ, your life can never be the same again. There's always this bubbling in you. Yeah, what do I do? Oh, I need a message. Do you know how excited I am each time I have a message? Yesterday when I was reading this, I was just shouting. I was just so happy, excited. I made a short video. I posted on my status. I said I'll be back. I think I did also on my WhatsApp, on my Facebook story. I said I'll be back, but I did not preach again yesterday. Yes. That's what happened. You're excited. There is this bubbling in you. You want to tell everybody about Jesus. When you encounter Christ, you have to spread the news. Just like this Samaritan woman did. She could not contain it. Eh? This person tells everything about me. This person knows me. I have to spread the news. My people have to benefit. Let them come. Let this man prophesy to them. Let him tell them about their life. That's how she became, a, she became an evangelist and she ran into the city, into the village. She brought people. You can't encounter Jesus and your life remains the same. No. Please, uh, the woman said, give me this water. When you tell people, they'll be like, I want to know this, this your Jesus more. Ah, when you encounter him, you want to know him some more. Say, please, uh, give me this water. Then I will never be thirsty again and will not have to come here to get water. 
She was not seeing things or seeing them from the human point. She thought Jesus is talking of an ordinary water. She's like, if I have water, if I have tap in my house, I don't need to, to walk here and go and be searching for water, carrying water on my head or this. No. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you are right. You don't have a husband, for you have had five husbands, and you are not even married to the man you are living with. You certainly spoke the truth. Amen, amen. Even though this woman was living in the world, could you, can you not see some similarity here with me and this woman? Probably she has been crying out to God, like, Father, what type of life is this? I married, divorced, married, divorced, or whatever happened with the husbands, I don't know. They left her. Or maybe at the end of the day, they're like, I don't want to, I don't want again. Let me just go at that. They get tired of her. For a woman to marry five times, maybe she's also a pretty woman. And now she's with this sick person, she's like, Beck, I don't want any commitment. Let's just be. But that was fornication. But deep inside her, she was crying. I wish I can marry this man and we just stay forever. The cry of mercy. Can't you see? And that's why Jesus found her. I cried for mercy when I used to gossip with my friends. They'll call me on the phone or I'll call them and we'll talk things. We'll laugh and do this and do that. But when I drop, I will cry in me and say, Father, this is not right. And God had to reveal a dream to me. Could it be that this woman also, also did the cry of mercy? She also cried the cry of mercy and God decided to send Jesus. Yes. Can't you see that there's a similarity? It could be it. But she said, please, uh, give me this water. And even when Jesus said, no, go and get your husband. She said, I'm not married, though. She was so willing, like, this man, she was just opening up to this man. Something I was telling her, this man is a, a, a clean man. This man could be of help. Let me just tell this man. She did not lie. She was not even ashamed. Have I come here and I'm claiming holy? No. I gossip with my friends. It's not like somebody ever called me and like, hey, my name was flying all over the city. Hey, you used to, no. But me and my friends will talk, but I know it was wrong. My friend will call me on the phone. We'll stay there. We'll be talking, talking, talking. I'll cook. I finish and I'm making lunch. I'm done. I'm cleaning. And I'm like, okay, let me call you back. Let me feed the kid. Or I'm going for shopping. Yes. It's not like, was well, that I gossip and meet this one and I gossip? No. I had this particular friend. Yes. I had this particular friend. I had one, one. And that's a friend everybody knew. Oh, this is Katis. I had just this one friend that we could talk these things. It's not like anybody I'll meet. The other ones, oh, now this, this. We'll talk. And when I meet her, I say, ah, you know, I saw this one today. This. Or she also called me. Hey, do you know this one? So, yes. She was my friend and my gossip partner. I had this one friend. It's like, you also, you know these things now. You have one friend that you, you talk you talk things with. That's how it was with me. It's not like anybody and everybody I meet and I talk. No. I had very few friends. Very few people I communicate with. But this one. But I will still cry. Maybe this one was like, but let me just open up to this man. I'm tired. The man said, you, you go and bring your husband. He's like, which husband are you talking about? I beg. Me will be married five times. Deep inside of her, beg. Let me just cry for mercy. Maybe something will happen. Something, maybe something was just pushing her. And she said, no, I'm not married. And Jesus said, you certainly spoke the truth. Said so the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you, 
Yeah. Jesus said, tell me. I'm sure you are a prophet. How did you know this? How did you know this? How did you know this? You are certainly a prophet. The woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship? Why we Samaritans claim it is here at the Mount Gezerim, where our ancestors, and our ancestors worshipped? Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter where you worship the Father, on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. Why we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes through the Jews. Amen, amen. He said, yes, now okay. It's like you're a prophet and you're a man from, from Jews. You are a Jews person, I say man from Jews, <laughs> from Jerusalem. You are Jews. So how come you are saying all of this? Jesus said, it doesn't matter whether you are going to which church or whether you are a Catholic or you are a Pentecostal. What matters here is your relationship. It has nothing to do with tribe. It has nothing to do with descendants. It has nothing to do with where you are worshipped. It has nothing to do with who you are following. But it has everything to do with you, your relationship with God. That's why I say, that's why Jesus said, where is it again? You know very little about the one you worship. Why? Make sure water my throat is dry. This is a you Samaritans. You know very little about the one you worship. Why we Jews know all about him. For salvation comes through the Jews. But this is the time. But the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now. Where the worshiper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So the time, as a matter of fact, this is the time. Now God wants people who will say, yes, we really believe in God. It's not tradition. It's not what the law is saying. Have a relationship with him and you worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. For God is a spirit. He wants true worshipers, those who really believe in him, who worship him. I remember in my programming... That took place July of this year, 2023, in Cameroon. Um, my very first program out of the media like this, right? A revival. Jesus is the answer revival. That took place in my hometown in Cameroon, Kumba. July 18th, 2023. While we were worshiping, Jesus said, God told me, they said, worship more. Worship more. Yes, God loves it when we worship him. The woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus told her, I am the Messiah. Amen, amen. I know. So this woman knew that there is somebody like that. But at the same time, she did not stop this habit of getting married, getting married, getting married. And now she's even fornicating. 
But she believed. It could be strongly that this woman had cried for mercy. She knows when Messiah comes, Messiah will tell them the truth. But when Messiah is coming, he's not coming to teach again. Is it not judgment? Messiah has been here already. So God did not want this woman to miss out. That's why he sent Jesus to encounter and Jesus revealed himself. He said, I am the Messiah. Just like he sent the angel, angel Elizabeth to me, the angel of, of, of um, modesty who placed a shawl on my head, who revealed the power of God. Because when they place that mouthflash, you people call it or shawl, as the Germans call it, on my head, I felt like current was running through me and I woke up to life. And God even asked me some weeks ago, that do I think a normal person who has died will have the power to give me back life? It only has to be a spiritual being with supernatural powers. Yes. God revealed his power through Angel Elizabeth, by placing the shawl on my head and restoring me back to life. Hey! Wow. Jesus then, Jesus, sorry, just then his disciples came back. They were shocked to find him talking to a woman. But none of them had the nerve to ask, what do you want with her? Or why are you talking to her? The woman left the water jar beside the well and ran back to the village, telling everyone, come and see a man who told me everything I've ever, I ever did. Could he possibly be the Messiah? So the people came st streaming from the village to see him. Amen, amen. This man said, come on. She went and she was spreading it. And this people asked, how did it happen? This man is not even one of us. So this man is a Jew. He was standing there and this man even told me that he asked me to go and bring my husband. I said, I don't have to say yes. I was married five times and I'm even living in the city. Like what? You met a man like this? Could he be that he's a miserable? But Jesus already told her. It's like, wow, who am I to encounter Christ? Hey, this is what I always say. When I remember when Christ appeared in my kitchen and he said, do you believe? I'm like, who am I to encounter Christ? Who am I that God is so mindful of me to reveal and to show me all these things? Who am I? Who am I? So this woman could not believe when she heard Jesus say, I'm the Messiah. She said, asking, could it be? And now this woman became an evangelist. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now Jesus went ahead to prove that there is no boundary. What did John 3, what is John 3, 16 saying? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have life everlasting. Whosoever, there is no limitation, no boundary. Who? Whoever, no tribe, no, no religion, nothing, no background. Who? Who? Whosoever. This woman became an evangelist because she encountered Christ. What are you doing for Christ? She went and even told people about him. You have received Christ. 
It's been how long now? What are you doing? How many people have you brought to Christ? Remember, just say, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But everyone who drinks of the water that I offer shall never be thirsty. They will have salvation. Take this opportunity today. Repent as we are talking right now. Make peace with your father. Let me lead you to Christ. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. The ones you committed knowingly and unknowingly. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Say, Father Lord, I come into your presence as a sinner. Please forgive me. I didn't know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died for me on the cross of Calvary so that my sins can be wiped away. <clears throat> I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to serve you forever and ever. In the name of Jesus, amen. Put your right hand on your chest. Say, I am saved. I am saved. Congratulations. Welcome to the body of Christ. You are now a new creature. See no more. See no more. You have received salvation. Maintain your salvation. There's one thing to receive it and another thing to maintain it. The only way you can maintain it is by staying away from sin and by studying the word. Read your Bible. Listen to the messages. Pray. Spend time with God. Okay? So that you also become an evangelist like the Samaritan woman. You work for God. That is the best thing ever. That God will be talking to you directly. He doesn't need to pass through somebody. Isn't that amazing? Do you know that God speaks to us all? Yes. People of God. Living water is available. And it's free. Salvation is free. Accept Christ Jesus today. Those who have already accepted him, make him your personal Lord and Savior. Study the word. He said if he gives you this water, you will never be free. But this one, if you drink it, if you follow the things of this world, you will ask yourself, you will find yourself in trouble. And you will be like, hey, I thought when I do this, I'll be satisfied. I thought when I have it, that is it. No. Only Jesus can give this peace that surpasses all understanding. Only him can take away that test for you. From you and how do you do it by committing with him god told me two years ago yes that was after apostle apostle did her birthday and uh, uh what is it called five days of glory program and i was watching and just imagining how god has transformed her life and i heard god clearly he said your engagement with me will determine how far you want me to go with you so as from today you have to engage in the things of god Study the word. Do his work. Engage him in your everything. Let your life be all about Jesus. And you will see how far he will take you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's a new week. It's a new month. We commit it into God's hands. Father, we thank you and we bless and glorify your holy name. Yahweh, may our month continue to be blessed. May you continue to protect us. Guide our going out and coming in. Be the lamp to our feet and the light to our path. Let your grace and mercy speak for us. Let favor be our portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I come against every illness, every form of illness. In the mighty name of Jesus. I soak everyone listening to me with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I soak myself with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I soak my household with your precious blood, blood of Jesus.
Yes, Father, we thank you for your prayer answering, God. We pray that may you continue to provide for us. For those who lack, Lord, may you provide for them. May you open doors for them. For those who don't have a job, Father, may you open doors for them. Let favor find them. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Abba, Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. I am blessed. Say to yourself, I am blessed. We thank you, Yahweh. Thank you, Lord. So until we meet again, go out, spread love, share love. You are blessed. I love you all, the love of God. It is well with you. Remember, living water is salvation, and salvation is free. Do this for you and you alone. You have a wonderful night. Bye-bye.